Pastoria Light by Emily Burridge. Just a sample of her wonderful music. Welcome to the You Are The Creatrix podcast with myself, Angie Litvinoff, and my wonderful guest, Emily Burridge, as part of the Wild Power season. Emily is a virtuoso cellist whose deft improvisational and composing skills create sublime music, fluidly crossing genres. The Musicians Union magazine has described Emily as fascinating and unique, and I can definitely confirm that for, for myself. <laughs> Her life in music embraces many aspects of being a professional musician, including performer, composer, arranger, and producer, with both solo and collaborative productions. She's also a session musician, contributing to numerous productions in both studio and online from her own recording facility. <clears throat> Emily is founder and trustee of Indigenous Peoples Cultural Support Trust, through which she supports various initiatives and designed and built a small solar powered health center together with an indigenous tribal group in Brazil. It has been running for 20 years. So welcome, Emily. Hi, lovely to, lovely to be here. And thank you, Andy, for inviting me. You're very welcome. Yeah. I'm hugely excited to have reconnected with you. Um, and uh, yeah, can you tell us, just dive straight in with you uh, and, and tell us about your life. Tell us whatever you want to tell us about your life. My life, my life, well, my life with music, I think. My life with music, um, it's always the thing, what does one want to convey through music in this world that we live in? And uh, I, I live, um, these days, I live out in the depths of Dorset, which is very nice, very peaceful. Um, but of course, within that, you have to get on with work. And so you sort of, you start your day, for me, it's Tai Chi to go and just to get within myself. And then I love to get in the music room. When I've got a day here, I love it. And um, no, well, with the cello, um, I, I moved away from the classical. So when I've, when I've been in that space at the beginning of the day, then um, I think one wants to draw on the quality of that piece. It's sort of how do you find that space? I think all creatives. I mean, recently it went away from me and just recently came back again. And it's like, oh, the muse of May has arrived, thank God. And you feel in that space of creativity, you know. And um, 
So I very much draw on the natural environment for inspiration, you know, just, just to touch on that place where creativity comes from for me. Um, so obviously then also I support a lot of things to do with looking after our natural environment as well. Um, one thing I found a lot over the years, I love incorporating birdsong. Um, in the first lockdown, I made an amazing recording of birds singing at dawn. Because of course, it was Easter day, dawn, there was nobody out in there. And this cacophony was just phenomenal. It's absolutely awesome. Um, and I ended up integrating that into a piece of music, which was a commission for somebody. Um, they actually said they wanted something along the lines of um, Vaughan Williams' Lark Ascending. And um, so that sort of, and they phoned me up and I was sitting on this amazing hill with a fabulous view and chatting because I was learning about what they were. So I was looking at this vista and thinking, oh, okay, I'll draw on this vista um, as a place to be in my mind. I think that's the key thing is where you are in your mind, when you're in the square walls of your creative space, you know. Um, I mean, that's that's when it comes to my own productions and my own music. That's that's the sort of scenario where I'm coming from. So I integrated the birds, um, that vista. I drew on that a lot, you know. Um, and then I have I have written pop songs as well, and had them published. I'm working with with um, fabulous lyricist Scott English, who's the late Scott English sadly has died now. And um, and that I I love that. I'll uh, give me the lyrics, and I go for a walk, and I think about the lyrics, and I sort of hum like a lot of musicians hum. And I sort of hum, and then gradually sort of theme and I'm sort of saying the lyrics while I'm walking and so gradually a theme comes along and um, and I really did you know having you know I'm a cellist and a lot of my music has a it does have big classical aspects to it because of uh, I was very lucky my cello played for my schooling and went to a music school from when I was 11 and had a scholarship so I was very lucky with that you know um but uh, I was saying really about the songwriting and and rock music, you know, I really, I really dig some rock music, really good. I really love the 80s rock music as well. And I think there's some fantastic songwriting going on at the moment, especially as people are having to be more resourceful. And although it's really hard, um, it, it sort of brings out good things in people. I think it's fantastic songwriting going on. So. I think that just what I, for, for those who are not familiar with your music yet, and I'm, it will be, and there'll be links, you know, attached to this, um, you know, and uh, bits to listen to and, and, and all have you. Um, but uh, that there is something about the uh, the resonance. There's a resonance in your in your cello playing, which takes us on a journey and that I find that the, the the way that you know although I'm not a technical at all so I'll be doing like this is just kind of literally like you know as as one hears it as a, as a non-cello player that the 
the way that it the way that it permeates the cells when you're listening really begins to allow you to be receptive and to open up to the messages in the music so that the moods that you take us through are all about, for me, when I hear you, Emily, it's like, let me take you on, a, on an adventure. Let me take you on a journey. Let me, let me um, you know, walk with you with my sound. And it gives me goosebumps. Oh, that's really lovely. That's really lovely because, <clears throat> well, that's so nice. But the cello is really interesting. Anyway, because it covers the body. I do a lot of performing in hospitals these days as well. I do my rounds of the wards and I take my looping pedals and I put down a rug and I put up my arms and I get out my electric cello and I multi-track the cello with a looping pedal. And uh, <clears throat> yes, that's so good cello. But it's interesting because you say that about it permeates the cells and it's, you can tangibly feel the music clear the air. You know, it's very static in a hospital and the music just starts to shift stuff. You can feel it. Mm -hmm. But also it's a response to people, they lighten up as well. Um, but I think the cello is interesting because it does, if you think of the human voice and the registers of the cello, you go very high, it goes very low. And it does actually cover the body. I was laughing with someone recently, um, people going to gong baths. I said, Oh, I should do cello baths. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Why not? I started doing. Well, I started doing. Oh, yeah, totally. I I started doing shamanic shamanic drumming in this for the, for that in that same way because it's like yes, it's sound, the sound. Yeah, I I I'd love I'd love that. I'd love you to do that. I'm so sort of sick of sort of straight roads and you know I walked away from straight roads in classical concerts in that way quite some time ago. Well, that's so funny, you know. At this point, too. Well, why don't you want to lie down and have a shadow bath? I don't know. But anyway, um, I think it's very interesting you say that. And you also talk about a journey, going on a journey. Because that is very much, very much part of um, when I'm writing. It's like painting a picture for me. And, 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 and I build up sounds, and I'll, I'll also use the sounds of the environment to inspire me. They do inspire me. Um, they take me on a journey almost, you see. And they use some indigenous instruments. Um, I've incorporated another aspect of my life, and you mentioned the health centre. Um, it's actually been running for 30 years, not 20, 30 wow. years. Wow. Amazing. This is the Indigenous People's Cultural Support Trust. Yes, the Indigenous People's Cultural Support Trust, which I founded in 1995. Um, in the 90s, I was very much in Brazil. Great source of inspiration. But also the whole, I just threw a performance at the National Theatre on the first Earth Summit. And I was performing, here we are, music from my first album, Life Songs. And I'd written it because I wanted to convey the beauty of the natural environment of this area of Brazil that I visited in 1990. This vast expanse, this amazing place. And so I put that into the music. 
was invited to go and perform it at the Earth Summit in 1992. The Earth Summit, so that was... Uh, yeah, the first one, the first Earth Summit in 1992. Not one, right, yes. Yeah. Phenomenal. And, and in the 90s, you know, there was such a fantastic drive, you know, especially... I mean, I played at the COP26, which was amazing to do that, 30 years on, basically. Yeah. Um, what a different what a different story it is now. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh then there was this real sense of yes, we can really get it sorted and yeah. change, make positive changes if they're necessary. And that was 30 years ago. Hmm. And yeah. we are where we are, all of us now. Um and so uh, it's more than ever now for me, with with that in mind, you know, and the fragility of our natural world, which we're all experiencing in many ways. Um, if I can incorporate it into music and transfer, transfer it, inspire people, that means a lot. And but, and indigenous people, you know, singing. And that raising awareness. So I, I, there's, there's so much. I mean, you know, we could talk for hours, and in fact, we can. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to the. I just, I'm just really also keen to introduce introduce people to, um, you know, the the way that you know really there's there's this very funky electric cello thing that you got going, and then you also got this very grounded, rooted, deeply. Um, I would describe it as spiritual. I don't know if you would describe it as spiritual, but very deep spiritual connection and immersion of yourself with the elements with nature and with um you know your your respect and work with uh, direct work with indigenous indigenous people i mean i think that you know you're you're you know you you really walk the talk and um we 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 met uh, uh, emily and i actually met we've reconnected after many many years but we we met 30 over 30 years ago and it was uh, it was uh, in uh, um, a group of indigenous people in the Ecuadorian Amazon called the Shua, um, and that that th this group of people brought us together. And um, I'd love to know a little bit about your what you remember from that time, Emily. Um, and then also, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, like uh, you know, what's been you know what your work in Brazil as well. I mean, there's a fascinating story behind that too. And I may have to send people the links because I know you've got a really nice article about this somewhere. So yeah, they had heard, they had. Had. yeah, they had heard I've been recording tribal people in Brazil. I think that's how they that's how they found me. Um, Voices of the Earth, that's on that song, my first album, that's all tribal people singing. Into the Amazon, with the Shivanti, who I live with, singing on it. I think they've heard that. And so somehow, someone somewhere said, oh, get in touch with Emily Burridge, you know, because they were, I mean, just you mentioning them, I can hear their, I can hear their music, da 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 you know, and the, that sort of twangy, um, string instrument on the mouth and all those things but they were extraordinary and they had traveled a long way from their home and and they were looking for support and and so I said well okay I'll help you record a cd um so that you can sell it at your event 
It was cassettes in those days. Cassettes, that's right. Yeah, it was that long ago. <laughs> cassettes, sorry, yeah. You know, you can set it at your event. And yeah. I, got, I got some studio time sorted out free in Shepherd's Bush, where I was living at the time. And um, and we had the most hilarious time in the studio recording. And, uh, and I remember them being very particular, of course, in getting it right and listening to it. They were fascinated in hearing it played back. And there they were, brilliant. Yeah. And I think they were talking about the head shrinking. They were keen on head yes. shrinking. Yeah, so the schwa tribe. They were keen on talking about it as well. <laughs> well, well I, I, wow. <laughs> I, I took my kids to the Pitt Rivers Museum not that long ago, and I very proudly showed them the head shrinking, the head shrunken heads from the schwa tribe, not these particular friends that you you and I had, but you know from long ago. And yeah. they like they didn't get it. I was like, this is this is immense, and they're like, okay. <laughs> that, that, that personal connection but yes the Shah tribe were known traditionally for um, <laughs> head shrinking uh, their enemies uh, heads as a warning to help to protect the land which is yeah. hardcore right <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I remember the specifics of how they do it but I won't go into it now they boil them all going really grim <laughs> yeah so yeah, amazing and 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 a very beautiful time. Um, you know, I I translated for uh, mm. a couple of a couple of them, including the uh, um the the shaman that um you recorded with. Um, yeah, wow. amazing. Yeah, and very very beautiful energy. Lots of lovely, powerful ceremony, and yeah, it was it was a very very potent time. I think in my own awakening. I was about to say it must have. That meeting for you must have been quite something, actually, because you were with them a lot. Yes, yeah. And um, it's extraordinary how interaction with tribal people, um, how it wakes up aspects of us that um, are dormant. And it's, and it's a very essential aspect of being a human being. It's interesting. Um, when I when I go and stay with the Shibanti Indians in Brazil, for example, it's very interesting. It takes four days for my mind to just slow down. And it takes four days for them to take in that I've arrived and what it really implies and things. And then we meet and then we start to have conversations. And then we see what we're going to do. And then we make a plan, and they're very precise how long you're going to be for, here for. Um, very interesting. And one's sensitivity away from all this technology. Didn't have mobile phones, you know, they don't work. Um, and how, how, with all this removed, how you have different senses that wake up and sharpen up. And it's really fascinating. And I think once they wake up, they don't really go fully back to sleep again. You might turn the volume down, you know, it's interesting. So it's very much affected, I think, 
how I work and what I want to project into the world with my own stuff. And then, of course, I do sessions and happy, happy playing cello on pop songs and love that. And concerts too. So um, I know yeah. that you, you know, you're really busy. It was, it's been, it's been hilarious for this wild power season because all the wild women or women that channel this, you know, wild power through them are incredibly difficult to pin down. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been so funny. I, don't, I haven't actually found it like an issue. I just find it amusing because it's like, yeah, okay, this is going to take longer than I thought because it's like, okay, I can't. You're out there. You're out there in the elements. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you in a room trying to get you like oh, oh you're busy you know you're you're actually making music as in busy as in making music sharing yeah. you know yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so I just want to share um uh, European Progressive Music publication has described Emily so this is uh, in the hands of Emily the cello becomes a voice for her personal experiences her emotions and her thoughts and she amalgamates in her productions melodies rhythms and sounds from her field recordings so um so music that is deep thoughtful and also lifts your spirit so that you know just de de describing to the listeners again about you know the the the, the real the the, the the way that the uniqueness about this music because it's very much about bringing in you know the environment and bringing the your your, your sound to the environment as well right yeah 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 absolutely um uh, next month, I'm hoping that three tracks are going to be released. One is called Aquavitae, which um, is all, obviously to do with water, obviously, water of life. And so that's, that's, that's another example of one of the elements just being integrated into the music. And then there's Pastoral Light, that's with the bird song. Then there's Sisters in the Forest, which I performed at the COP26. And, and that's with recordings of um, rivers and streams where I was living in Brazil and birds at dawn there, integrated in with um, paper and um, layered cello. I do love layering cello. I suppose I've really gone off synthesizers in recent years. Mm -hmm. So um, I'll use the cello like it's a palette, you know, multi-track. Um, and with, I think with also with the looping, using looping pedals has brought in rhythmic elements and building up, building up harmonies and then playing melody over the top, you know. Um, so yes, Aquavitae and Pizzicato Rhapsody. That's one of my new looping pieces that I play a lot in the hospital as well. And, and then actively, um, I've rewritten the Pathwell Canon for eight cellos. So that um, was interesting, you know, that's my more my classical side, and I've been doing two together. And they're going to come out. Um, soon so i'll send you a link to that yeah. amazing yes i am as i mentioned going to be sent are uh, going to be putting links um uh, up for um people to click on and listen to uh you know everything 
thing. The podcast isn't long enough to incorporate all the different things that I would love to with your work, um, but that people can, the nice thing is that people can then in their own time, just have a very immersive experience with your music, whether they're walking or lying down with their eyes shut and just allowing everything just to come to them. And uh, yeah, so, um, so uh, can you let us know about your focus for this year and how people can find you and work with you? And I know I also know you you do collaborations, right? You also yeah, I know, do, like, do collaborations, yeah. love collaborations, totally. Yeah. Um, I've, my website is a great window on my world. Uh-huh. Um, Emilybarrage.com. Um, and you know all all those various areas, Instagram place I love to share that's an interesting place I love to share there's actually a lot of the vistas that are inspiring or situations that are inspiring mm-hmm. yeah and also Instagram so good for visual isn't it so um so uh your Instagram is is that can people find Emily you Barrage, cello dot official. great so Emily Barrage cello dot official. so um that's a really good way to get in touch with you as well is totally. that right? absolutely right yeah Okay, wonderful. Exactly. And, and um, yeah, exactly. So through my website and, and Instagram is the best way. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, and you'll come up. Lots of things come up and on uh, yeah. YouTube as well. Lots of beautiful, yeah. very visual stuff as well, which is yeah. really gorgeous. And my music's used at soundtracks and all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. I'm just also you bring up so many ideas in me, Emily. That's like, oh my goodness, there's just so much yet to come. You know that you've got so much in you that you know it's it's exciting. So I just want to say thank you for now because I know we'll speak again uh, very soon, I'm sure. And so thank you so from my heart. Thank you so much for today and for being my guest. Thank you, Angie. Thank you very very much for airing me in your space. I really very welcome. It's so it's a pleasure. Lovely to meet again. And we leave you now with a sample of Sisters in the Forest by Emily Burridge. Enjoy.
Thank you.